there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 20, 20 of the Hooniverse podcast. Wow, that's an anniversary. It's a big one. That's uh, nice. I'm joined, as always, by my, my co-host, uh, Blake World War Z Wrong. Oh, we go. Yeah, I know. It wasn't that great. It's hard to think of these Z things every week. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I thought that was a good one, even though it was delayed. Um, how you doing? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I like it. I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, I like being here in Jeff's super posh, upscale, gated community that I couldn't even park in. Uh, yeah, we don't allow guests they, parking. They really here. don't allow the riffraff or Asians in here. So there's there's one or two. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're doing this podcast not at the podcast palace. We wanted to make sure we got one up for you this week. So Blake trekked down to Huntington Beach, the, the Jersey Shore of California. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we're doing this from my backyard. And we're also sampling something special right now. Yes. Uh, this is a test batch of my new English brown ale. This is the first sip. Are you going to call it Prince of Darkness Ale? Lucas <laughs> Prince of Darkness Ale? I like that. I call it Royal Baby. There Let's take go. a sip. Nice. Need some bubbles, but it's good. it's good. First bottle. Goes down smooth. It actually is pretty good. It actually does go down smooth. And it's very the, nice. The thing I like about this is um, we might have found a root of one of our problems. Uh, With the brewery? My buddy and I, yeah. We kept getting this. It wasn't a bad aftertaste, but it was always an aftertaste no matter what style was brewed. And I'm not tasting it here. It's because we switched up the water we were using, and I think we may have found it. Were you using tap water before? Uh, the filter, like I had a filter really expensive car thing that I attached to my hose. What are you using now? Coconut water? <laughs> uh, no, just uh, like jugs of water. Oh, okay, nice. Um, but let's get on to cars. Um, this is a good first test um, of this, and I'll throw more into the fridge soon. Um, so we're going to talk new cars. Um, something I'm, I'm thinking of these days. Uh, I keep, you know, keep seeing all the BMW news. Uh, with the 4 Series coming, it means the death of the 3 Series Coupe. More importantly, it means we will never, ever, ever again see a brand new M3 Coupe. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Although, yes, exactly. Although technically, you know, all that aside, it's a name. It's like, it's right. because that's what the Germans wanted to bring. But still, M4 is a gun. Yeah. So they could do something with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, M3 is right. a, is a wonderful machine. Yes, you'll still be able to get it in a sedan, but I don't know. It's kind of not the same. M4, it's, it's not as exciting. Um, so and, you know, they, you know, they made a couple of generations of M3 where it was um, coupe only. Yeah, the exactly. And, yeah, it's going to be sad to see that go, just because Germans are really bored with their name. Was that coupe only? E46, yeah. Oh, okay. coupe only. Um, I swear I've seen sedans, but that could just be people putting badges on them. Um, so just that's not <laughs> it's bad. Bad. Yeah. Rebadged is bad. Um, uh, moving on to something a little bit more exciting, uh, and I didn't even know about this. You told me about this. The Jaguar XFRS shooting bridge. Schwarzenberg. Yes. Who be in here? Because I mean, I okay, it's an XFRS, but in a, in a wagon. Because we know we're getting the wagon. And Do we know that? I, yes, we're getting the wagon. I'm pretty sure we're getting the wagon. Um, at least next year or something. Stop being your wiener. You're in public. He's talking about my dog, yes. and he's digging up my yard, so I just hit my wiener. Floppy and brown. Anyway, kind of like mine, but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're getting, they're making an XFRS sport brake, which is great looking, and will be the next auto journalist car of choice, but we'll yeah. never get one. Right. This is going to CLS 63, um, the M5 wagon, the, the RS6. The C63 AMG 507 edition. Right. Because we can get driven the by one of our colleagues. Yeah. Who will probably also be able to end up driving the uh, sport brake. Oh, there's no question. Yeah. Um, 
Moving on. We're actually driving to the moon. Yeah, I think that's the next on Motor Trend Extreme Drive video. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, uh, they found a way to get a car on the moon and an automaker paid for it. Yes. Um, more new car news. The 2014 Lancer Evo, yes, that's a thing, has been priced. 2014. Jeez. It's, it's still an Evo 10. Right. Uh, I think the DSR starts at thirty-six. Oh God. And then the uh, the the MR starts at thirty-eight. That's. I mean, I love Why? the Evo. Love the Evo. Why? But it is the one of the best power plants wrapped around one of the worst cars. It it really is. Yeah. Especially it's, for the price. It's it's all turbo boost, and then you get into the corners, and, it's, and you have to be like a hard as hell driver who's owned it for years. Also, too, I mean, at least Subaru's working cool, to try and yeah. make their car better, you know? Right. We haven't seen what the new STI will actually look like, even though the concept is sick. We haven't seen WRX, yeah. Yeah. The, um, but Evo, I mean, Mitsubishi's not even trying. There's rumors that it could come, you know, in two years as a 500-horsepower GTR fighter with electric wheels, or electric motors in the wheels, and a which would be interesting. Right. Yeah. I'll take anything different. They, the car's been around since 2007. It's, the Evo it's seven years old. It's in, it's in first grade already. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Um, like its owners. Evo 9. Yeah. Three-year model run. Evo 8, too. Yeah. There you go. So, it's time, Mitsubishi. Give us the Dude, new Evo. Well, then again, this is like the only product that Mitsubishi has that's interesting and actually sells. Yes. So. Yes. Though your colleague bought one of their odd products. Right. The He's actually the first person ever. in America to right. buy one. He's also the craziest person in America the day he bought that. Yes. He, uh, he can probably than tell us how Busey. great it is, but <laughs> I will never believe him. Um, <laughs> speaking of new car stuff. Your, your, your wiener is digging up the grass. <laughs> That's all right. Okay. Speaking of new car stuff, in a roundabout way, both you and I were at Comic-Con recently. Yes. Uh, not at the same time. No. No. Well, you were there with Kia? Kia. Well, who were you there? Were you hanging, hanging out with our favorite PR friend? Yeah, she was there one day. And Excellent. then um uh, but uh, it was the rest of the, the whole team at Kia is pretty awesome, so they were all there. Um, and then uh, I was not in great shape for Comic-Con, though, so just coming back from vacation, but also catching a cold. Right. So it was kind of a lot of travel mixed with head cold, and I was overexcited about Comic-Con. Yeah. And You've never I kind of right? blew it. I've never been. I went last year, and I was really excited last year. This year I was like, eh, I might go. But I went with Hyundai, and I went to the Hyundai Walking Dead party, which is celebrating 10 years of The Walking Dead, and I saw Weezer play, <laughs> and I met Grant from Mythbusters. Oh, that's he cool. Very short. Did he, uh, did you guys just, like, flock together? That's, <laughs> we had, we, I had the Asian bat signal right. out there, and he just flocked over here with the other, but, uh, it was a, it was a good time. I also saw Blake from Bookaholics there, so. Oh, that's funny. Batman mask. Uh, it's, uh, speaking of Comic-Con, <laughs> I was there for, oh, my dog's not helping me come around. It may stop. That usually um, happens around here. It's so, Casa my, uh, Jeff. I was there for Kia because yeah. I was there when they revealed the uh, Sorrento, the Justice League Sorrento. Right, right. The, and it was actually kind of cool because it wasn't as gaudy as the other Justice League cars that they did that were like SEMA rejects. Right. This one just had a Justice League paint job on it. And then live in front of us after they revealed it, Jim Lee drew in Superman on the hatch. And they're going to draw the rest of the characters. That's Stan Lee's son? No. It, um, they're not related. Oh, okay. Especially because Jim Lee's Asian and Stan Lee's not. Stan Lee is a, a but, white guy but, that you would not expect to be But I believe at one point early in Jim Lee's career, Stan Lee mentored him, then they broke apart. Stan Lee's Marvel, Jim Lee's DC. Oh. Yeah. Well, Kirk is better than Picard. <laughs> Screw you. Jim Lee's a really nice guy. Nice. Uh, and it, it was awesome to see him draw the car in person. And, and they were, they were uh, auctioning it off on eBay. Uh, starting bid is like 35000 To a comic book guy. 
comic book guy will buy that. No, card. you know what they said that TFTR people said that it'll most likely wind up at a dealership, and that's right. that's probably true. So okay. you know, some dealer's gonna scoop it up. And, uh, it's it's original artwork. Uh, starting bid was like thirty five thousand. The car new's thirty two, so right. it's worth the price. And all the money goes to feed starving kids in Africa. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, but while I was there, walking up, I saw a uh, Mad Max replica. Oh yes. Uh, you know what I saw there at the Hot Wheels booth? They had the A Team thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Although it was gray. Not as cool as the Mad Max. It was gray and black. But I don't know. I like vans, man. You know. This. Yeah, I We've know. Been over but, this. but but Mad Max is forbidden fruit. Take that, it to that another is true, level. Yes. Plus, this the is based in San Diego. It's a husband and wife owner. Mm -hmm. oh, Worth cool. in super chairman. Wow. You nice. rarely see the replica. Are you going to drive her from Juniper? I'm, I will just say I took her business card and we're going to be in touch. So we'll see plan. what happens. Uh, and she was I very tried nice. Yeah. Oddly enough, she was there to support the Mad Max video game. Oh, she cool. I didn't know they made it. Works for Sony oh, nice. as a game developer. And nice. she, like, it just worked out that she works for them, and they're developing the game. So and she just has the car. Right. She had the car before she worked yep. there? Yep. That's it's cool. her husband's car. Yeah, totally random. Nice. Um, that's so the that's right there. Yeah, and then did you see the Defiance Dodge Charger taxi driving around? Yeah, I saw it driving around. That's yeah, cool. It was neat. I saw the Ghostbusters car about 15 times. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw two of the, uh, on two separate occasions, I saw the, you know, the Jeep from Jurassic Park. Oh, that makes cool. sense. Yeah. And then, actually, last year I went, you know, they, some guy turned the Subaru Outback wagon into a Ghostbusters car? I saw that last year. How was that? It's really funny, That's because cool. it's like the white and beige two-tone, yeah. and then they put the Ghostbusters logo on the side and all the equipment on the top. And That's kind of fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that is kind of cool. I'm surprised I didn't see more Del any DeLoreans. Uh, you figure that'd be Except um, our friend Matt Ferris. He did just buy one, just which is awesome. Out of with only, like, less than 3,000 miles it's on it. It's insane, yeah. Um, I did see the F-150 Batmobile Barris-inspired thing, and I was went there to take pictures of it, and some other random a-hole jumped in the car, moved it forward three feet, and started taking his own pictures as I was taking pictures. So I got annoyed and left. Oh. Sorry, Mike Levine. But he's going <laughs> to line Levine? it up. Well, he, he, over social media, hooked me up with the thing, but I told him okay. about it, and he said, okay, we'll get you in it to drive it. I was like, all right, that's, oh, that's better. Cool. Um, so was George Ferris there? No, no, it was uh, it was that guy Mad Mike from Galpin Auto Sports. He was GM Pit My Ride, the original. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So did you see anything else cool at Comic Con? Um, I was I did something on Saturday. I'm trying to remember what I did. Were you too drunk from Friday night's party? I was pretty drunk, <laughs> and I slept in my car. I that's yeah. Actually, it wasn't that bad. Oh, I hung out with Bill Caswell the next day. Oh, cool. And then um, afterwards, I went to Comic Con for a bit. I saw a panel. Um, 20th anniversary of Pinky and the Brain. No way. It was awesome. That is awesome. Rob Paulson and Marissa Marsh are doing was there doing all their voices and uh, they did Who's on First and then they did and then Rob <laughs> sang the Nation of the World song and it was amazing. Really? Yeah. That is really amazing. Cool. I saw I didn't I saw it just as they were finishing up but I saw uh, the the voice actress for Pam from Archer. Oh cool. She just got done signing autographs and those stuffed uh, like sexual harassment dolphins or HR dolphins. They had those. They sold yeah, those. They were oh, sold holy out. shit! Quick. Snacks. I would have bought one of those. Right. She was signing them. That's great. Yeah, it was so awesome, and uh, I, that was kind of cool to see. But I, I was bummed. I was so excited for Comic Con, and then I didn't feel well, and I was so overwhelmed by the crowd, and I wasn't even there in the busiest day. Yeah, Saturday was pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, I went with a friend who cosplayed as Black Widow, which is cool. Nice. And then um, I, we went to the Ender's Game exhibit, and they oh, shut it down so for it. They shut that. it down for a bit because apparently there was a situation. Somebody they were probably mopping up blood from one of the rooms. Seriously? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I don't know. Probably they didn't tell us anything about it. It's a cool exhibit, though. And yeah? we basically sat there for half an hour, and we memorized the entire trailer. Oh, nice. Because they were playing it over the last Well, you've read the book, right? No, I haven't. Oh, I, oh, I have it on my 
iPad. I'll give it to you. If, if I, I might have an actually hard copy. Um, cool, I yeah. love that book. It's a great book. Um, but moving on from Comic Con, because we could talk about that all day, and I'm planning to go back next year with with a plan and, and a right cosplay? frame of mind. I would I would wear a costume. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty awesome. Um, so I want to talk about something that you saw, not the Ender's Game trailer. Yeah. I don't want to say what it is. Well, okay, we'll say what it is, but we can't tell anybody anything well, about. Well, let's just say it's a very highly anticipated movie that has cars in it. Right. Directed by someone you will have heard of, and with uh, and you might probably if you've listened to this podcast, you've probably seen the trailer. Right. And yes, I am talking about Smurfs too. <laughs> It, it, the title invokes an idea of hurrying. The title is named after a Canadian prog rock band. There you go. Genesis. Right. <laughs> That's not Canadian. Um, and then, uh, so, you can't tell us anything about the movie, but can you... I can tell you it has people in it. You, you can tell us, like, what if you liked it, right? I, uh, I don't know. Not I, even I, say I, that? I don't even think I can say that. I can't talk about it. On September. a scale of one to a billion, would it rank in the high hundreds of millions? That way I'm not narrowing you down tightly. Like, I'm not doing I'd a one to ten. I'd probably say 235 million. Oh, that's pretty low. Yeah. Well, Uh-oh. we'll probably revise that score as, uh, oh, as no. September approaches. No, 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 I, no, I was no. hoping for, like, at least 750 to 800 million. Oh, oh, I mean, listen, I'm being really coy here. I'll, I'll tell you this okay. after, right. after the mic's turned off. All right, all right. Yeah. And you also got to interview the director, who's related to a very famous ugly actor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rebel Alley is an attractive woman, okay? Uh, so that it's a sh- hopefully we'll talk about that in the future yes. once the embargo lifts. Yes. But I just wanted to tease people with the fact that you saw it and I'm sure. Oh, I'm telling all the people I so know. You also person, got but. to do something else cool because it's something I can't do, not counting drive a CQB sideways to the corner. You right. get to drive Ducatis. Right. I Ducati. I went to a Ducati um, Ducati class on uh, a week ago actually. How was that? It was great. We I went with my friend Jeff. Well, not he not me. Such a, no, Jeff Jablanski. Oh, cool. Friend. Recently moved back to New York, so I was pulling one out for him. Mm. Silly, silly young man. Ah, yeah, good guy. And um, yeah, it was fun. You know, we rode the Ducati Monster 696, which is um, really easy to learn. Affordable, to right, for Ducati? Well, nine grand. For Ducati, that's yeah, pretty affordable. Yeah, it's entry level. It's an entry level bike. It's still got a carburetor or two, one carburetor, and um, which is surprising, but it's pretty reliable. It didn't break down, obviously. Let's um, take a pause for this fire truck because we are sitting outside. Oh shit, it's the cops! <laughs> uh, so, hold on, one more. Oh, hold on. You might start howling. Uh, Yo, this is real life, motherfucker! <laughs> Alright, so, um, your Ducati experience. Yes, it was great. We rode in the, uh, Rob- the abandoned Robinson Main Department Store parking lot next to the Beverly Hills Ring, which is an abandoned, get this, it's an abandoned department store from the 60s, so everything inside is crazy looking. And the owner of the place has a pristine 66 Ford Gran Torino, and he parks it in there. That's he awesome. parks it in the building, and I really want to just recreate Blues Brothers with it. Yeah. Because I totally could. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super spooky. How's the bike itself? The bike was great. It's really... The throttle's very jumpy, because it's yeah. you know, a modern sport bike. Right. I haven't really ridden many modern sport bikes. Well, yeah, what year's your bike? Oh, let's talk about that later. That okay. bike, uh, listen, podcast people, if you want to buy my bike, I will make you guys an exclusive offer. I'm not even kidding. Um, the, the Ducati is great. It's um, it's really easy to handle at low speeds. Obviously, we didn't we didn't even put it into second, because right. this is like a beginner-geared course. And I went with my friend who's been riding since she was 14, and I rode a lot in college. So, you know, we, we knew a few things, but... The instructors were great. Just cl- cl- 
class acts all around, and the lady was the instructor, and she was telling us stories about how she would ride when she was eight months pregnant. She was dropping her four-year-old at the school on a on a Harley shovel head. Wow. Yeah, she's a badass. So she can handle a bike. Yeah, she can handle a bike. Uh, that's pretty cool. Was it designed to like for people to get their license or to introduce them to the brand? Or it's a designed for people who have only ridden bicycles. Oh, okay. And then you know, it got a, kind of the brand too. You know, Ducati PR was on hand there. And just showing us how great the bike is and how, honestly, how easy to ride it is um, for a beginner. And you would think a Ducati would just be a Panigale that would just, like, send you into the asphalt. Right. And this bike totally could, but even around low speeds, it's easy to handle. It's not that heavy. I mean, heavy. that's the thing about any torquey. bike. Any bike could do that, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Well, a couple bikes are super, like, aggressive. Right, right, so. right. But, like, even, like, the easiest bike, you're, like, if you, if you're taking, it's possible that you could. Like, I was talking to Wes about the idea that I, Wes Silent from uh, Ride Apart, formerly Alpha Leather, I was telling him, would a Triumph Bonneville be a good first bike? And he goes, hell no. He's like, get a cheap bike off Craigslist, drop it five times, then go get you That's bike. true, yeah. And, and I'm like, that's that. really good advice. I'm thinking of getting a Bonneville, and I might test it right one later this week. But right. I'm also thinking of getting, because I read Wes's review on this, and the uh, Honda CB1100 Ooh. is, it, I know it's 1100, but it's it's gorgeous, it's handles pretty well. It's not like, you know, aggressive or anything. This is not going by Wes's review, so... It, yeah, but isn't that more of a I'm modern... Is that more modern than you want? No, no, no. It's retro style. Oh, it is looks it? like an old bike. Oh, it looks cool. Like it's, it's exactly like, you know, because I'm all for a retro old bike. Right. I can't afford my actual old bike. <laughs> so... That's um, funny. I did get my bike back uh, this week, and I let it sit for four days because I had to, uh... I got it back from a friend who had, uh, working on it. So he cleaned out the carbs, uh, cleaned out the tank, re replaced some electric parts, redid the fork seals, I got it back, sat for four days because I had to do, do work and stuff, and I rode it, and a mile from my house, got stranded, I got stranded, oh. and turns out the battery was low, and I ran out of gas, <laughs> so I filled it up with gas, and on the way back, the battery died completely, so I pushed it back to my house, that's when I ran into you, oh, with really? a certain car, yeah, we'll get to that in a second, um, you ran out of gas on that, your battery died on that ride? After you guys left that little parking area, yeah. I tried to start it up again, and I was really hoping you guys would leave before Zach would make fun of me for the next seven years. Oh, oh you walked it home. Well, at least it was right there. At least I just had to walk it uphill. I got a nice workout out of that, so that was good. And then, turns out I just filled the, I just charged the battery up, and then my roommates knocked it over. Oh, God. So it spilled acid all, and, like, distilled water all over my floor. The battery, not the bike? The battery, yeah. Okay. They, they knocked over the battery. Just, just, okay, so, you know, I filled it up with acid again, and uh, I still want to sell it. So what do you what do you want for it? Three grand. Give us the stats on it. Gear, make, model. 1976 Honda CB 550F. It's got a ton of parts. New page. Three grand. Three grand. Which is you know what you know new ones will sell. I mean not new ones like perfect ones in pretty good shape, better than mine will sell for like five grand. Now and mine doesn't have any problems. The only problem is like that headlight won't really turn on the high beam. It's some of the grounding. If so. you want a better deal than bike than Blake's bike, no, there's no you better. You can deal. get my Civic for a thousand dollars less. And right. you get two more tires, a roof, <laughs> and doors. Yeah, and you, you're also, I believe, what you're called a pussy. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, let's move on to some vehicles uh, that we've driven recently that are more expensive than anything we own. Yeah, okay. We'll start with the one you mentioned before briefly. Uh, I just had, this past weekend, the 2013 Bentley Continental GT Speed Le Mans Edition. How many of those were made? Well, here's the thing. It says there's 48 made, right. but they're honoring six drivers, so each of those drivers get 48, but oh. it's available in different models. So you can get a Mulsanne, a Continental, GT, V8, a GTC, 
a GT, not a flying spur. It's basically everything except a flying spur. They you each get as a Le Mans edition. Yes. Honoring the driver. You can get one of the six and one of the 48. So it actually works out to be like, I, th I think like 1,500 cars. Okay. Yeah. Which uh, by Bentley standards yeah, isn't actually that much. Yeah. But still, the one I, like, there's a bad, there's one of 48 on Which it. was your driver? Uh, Wolf Barnado. Can you cut them all like po like Pokemon cards? If you were awesome, you would do that. Right. But um, that would cost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, the, the the reason I like the, my cars because mine was the only one that had carbon fiber trim because each driver gets a different color. So his name was Wolf Barnado. Wolf Barnado. So your car was hungry like a Wolf Barnado. W O Bentley called him the best driver that Bentley ever had. Ooh. So also, fuck you, other five drivers. <laughs> the uh, he has an amazing Le Mans stat. He has the only in history, the only perfect entries to wins ratio. He entered three times and he won three times. That's kind of awesome. 28, 29, and 30. Wow, nice. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty bitch. Um, he Are they going to make a Jeff Glucker edition? I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe 50, 60 years from It'll now. be brown. It'll be the only better Are they going to make a CTSB Ron edition? They're all Ron editions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was the, it's also the fastest uh, production Bentley ever made. It can do 205 miles an hour. Uh, it has 600. So this is a speed? Yeah, GT Speed. Oh, you had a GT Speed Le Mans edition. Yeah. Oh, so it's way cool. It's like the best one. Of, if you're going to get a Le Mans edition, that's the best. I've one. driven I've driven almost a diametric opposite of the Bentley. It's the Continental GT V8. But that V8 surprisingly The V8's good. amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's but this my, my the W12 in my car, 616 horsepower, 590 pounds of torque. All of that torque, it's available at just 1700 RPMs. Right. That's like that's a, like a tick above idle. You yeah. probably touch the gas and, and you have 590 pounds of torque. That's damn near electric car and yeah. diesel in its delivery. Uh, eight <laughs> speed ZF paddle shifted automatic gearbox. Nice. Rear biased all wheel drive system. Oh, great. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's an ultimately, it's an ultimate grand tour. Absolutely. No question. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's $250,000. It would be an ultimate grand tour if you didn't have a 200 mile limit. Yeah, but if, if you're nice to the PR people and say, hey, can I go over this? Yeah, sure, go over it. And I went over it. Um, so it's a wonderful car. We shot video on it. The video will probably be up uh, early next week because uh, i got to edit it. You're driving something very fast and exciting, though. I'm driving... That goes off-road. A Ford Fiesta 1 liter. No, Actually, that's no, no. not the thing. That's what I'm driving tomorrow. Right. This weekend, I'm driving a 575 horsepower Ford Shelby Raptor. I think it's supercharged. I'm pretty sure it's supercharged, and it has the mother of all roof racks on the back. It's like a... It's a, it's a Baja-style cage in the back that with a rack on top that has front and rear-facing LED light bars. Oh, sweet. And I'm picking up my friend from the airport this weekend, and, and I hope his pits are going to get to LAX Moto. Did they uh, do anything to the suspension, or is it all engine? Uh, they might. They usually do something to the suspension. Either like a Ford Racing unit, although it already has right. box shocks, but I'm, Ford Racing might make another unit for the Raptor. Yeah, maybe. So they might do something with that. Um, so what are you going to do with the car uh, after the airport? I, I talked to the PR guy and I suggested I take the Mirage and he was like, "Don't jump it." And I was like, "I'll do everything else, but not jump it." Got it. Right. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. That should be a lot I of might fun. Might shoot some guns with it too. Or out me, of it. <laughs> you should do that. Yes. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, you just mentioned the one liter. Yes. Which I've mentioned many times. Which you said was fantastic. I love it. You're gonna spoiler have a blast. alert. It's fantastic. Yeah. And okay, then, got it. But then you're also gonna do the ST version. Next week. Yeah. Awesome. That is a. Uh, that should be an amazing car. As much fun as I had in the three-cylinder, the ST should be awesome. I, I I drove a Ford Focus ST last week, and it is amazing. I love that car so much. So imagine it, like, scaled down. Yeah, it's probably be exactly. Smaller If not, more fun. Oh, man, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, I'd get that over a Mustang, wouldn't you, the ST? I think it's more interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, it depends on, 
depends on the Mustang too, of course. But yeah, I think I think there's a um, we're not a Mustang too. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> um, so I'm in the uh, Nissan Nismo Juke right now. I've only put driven. like ten or fifteen miles on it. Uh, it looks pretty damn cool. Spoiler on the alert: It's pretty great. It's cool. Yeah, it's I like cool. it. Uh, it's not that expensive either. The only thing that bumps me out a little bit is it has this awesome suede-covered steering wheel, nice. these really racy, heavy-bolstered seats, nice. uh, and it just you feel like you're sitting in something super fast because you know they made the Jukar, and it's not fast because <laughs> the engine's pretty stock. Yeah, that's true. So, but the handle's nice. And it, does, like, it doesn't even sound like they did much to the exhaust. No, it's really quiet. Right. Like, I wanted it at least to be, like, Fiat Avar... Party, right, you know, yeah. something like to like backfire make a little it, further. Yeah, yeah right. um, it just it looks fantastic. Though. Also, I really didn't like the wheels. The wheels are like those undersized Pet Boys wheels. Yeah, but they'd see on like shitty Civics from the nineties, <laughs> like yours. Mine is from two thousand. I'll have That's to go there. You have stock wheels. Uh, That's yes, right. uh, not even SI wheels. I have the AGK <laughs> wheels. Um, so I'm. I gotta put more miles on this thing. Uh, I'm gonna try to shoot a video of it too. Okay. But so far, first impressions are it's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, just needs more power and the different exhaust. Yes. Now, you did something interesting related to cars, but not with driving. You went to an art exhibit. I, so I did, yes. Mm, it's very classy. <coughs> cool. Let's in on that. Well, you can't go to this art exhibit anymore because it ended two days ago. Ah. So well, tell us how great since, it was. It's been around since April, so you really had no excuses. And I went there on the last day at the Getty. It's called Overdrive. It's a, uh, it's uh, the development of Los Angeles from 1940 to 1970. So you get to see how the theme building at LAX was built. Wow. And you get to see how um, Century City developed. And, you know, there was this one guy, I forgot what his name was, but he, he in the 70s, he photographed every single building on the Sunset Strip. So he just drove down Sunset Strip with a camera, just go, click, 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 click. So, and then they pair that up, like the entire strip of all the buildings on Sunset Boulevard next to what it looks like today. And a lot of those buildings haven't changed. Wow. You still see the Jaguar dealership. You still see Whiskey A Go-Go. There's no Hulsar store back in the day, but <laughs> there is now. So it's Scientology's yes, weird thing. Exactly. Scientology, yeah. And um, he also did the same thing with for PCH, and that's changed even less. Wow, that's interesting. How cool. far, what part of Pacific Coast Highway did he do? Um, he did from Santa Monica all the way to around um, Malibu Pier. Oh, okay. Or something. So pretty far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a permanent exhibit at the Getty right now. Well, not, well, for now it's not. But Overdrive ended, but which is a shame, but it's it's pretty cool stuff. So it was like, like the artistic version of the video game L.A. Noire. Well, except like two decades later. Because it's all about modern, like the modernist, oh, um, right. you know, modern, mid-century modern uh, aesthetics uh, yeah, and yeah. square buildings and international style. And um, they, they show you like how all the towns develop, develop. Like there's an interactive map that just shows you like, like Beverly Hills Incorporated, nineteen something, right, all the way to out. all the way to like Diamond Bar in like nineteen eighty nine. Right. Uh, that's funny. Uh, so it was a pretty cool exhibit, though. It was great, yeah. Nice. And uh, they had one thing where in the in the eighty four Olympics they built ticket booths and like all these awnings and stuff out of cardboard so they could be torn down afterwards. And they were uh, really brightly decorated. So they had a couple cardboard structural tubes from the eighty four Olympics that were there. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, how old were you then? I wasn't born yet. I didn't think so. Yeah. How old were you? <laughs> Four. Oh, that's precious. <laughs> uh, that is funny. Um, so I wanted to check in with you and see how life is going with the Miata. Any updates or changes? Or? I'm actually taking it to an alignment at my friends at 949 Racing. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll maybe it'll give me a discount on this alignment and uh, uh, corner balancing if I mention them repeatedly on this podcast. 949 Racing, apparently they do great work. They are a race team. They've won their class of Thunder Hill two years in a row, which is awesome. 
25 hours. That is awesome. And uh, they're pretty. They is it all Miata stuff? Yeah, they do. The, well, also SP Thousand. They do some stuff for BRZ FRS. They do um, Zeta Club Sport suspension, which is super expensive but super trick. And they build the 60 year old wheel, which is like a it's like an 11 pound wheel. Oh that, wow! Um, in 15 by 8 sizes, which a lot of Miata racers have. So huh. it's pretty cool. Have they ever? Uh, and they're in Lake Forest. Have they ever handled a Mercedes-Benz wagon project? Um, I will talk to them about it tonight. I'll talk to Emilio and Dark Online and see if they can outfit that for uh, Trump Car. The only no, 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 no. <laughs> the only reason I ask is because the project is moving a little bit slower than yeah. I would have anticipated in life. So it's not an easy project what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, I've met with some people who are very interested. Uh, like I've met with a few custom car builders here in Huntington Beach. Right. The most common answer I get is like, well, why don't you just do an LS? Do what? An, an LS. Because everybody's done that. I don't want to do that. I, you know, I want to do the heavy. And But one guy, he's like, I get it. I think it's hilarious. I love it. I want to do it. He's like... You told him to dive on Chrysler Angle, right? Yeah. yeah. He, he's, like, I li he's like, I really like it. But he's like, we just got to see the car so we can look at it and see... Yeah, bring it down to the shop. What it's... Yeah. And it's, the shop's not Because there's no guest parking in your gated community. There isn't. Jeff. No. My, my wagon's tucked away in my garage. Um, have you got another reverse? I have, but reverse? not lately. Um, I have to dump a bunch of that Lucas oil fix into the trans. Nice. Um, but then it'll jam I think you the reverse. I call your beer Lucas Oil. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good name. Yeah. Um, so we're still hunting. We have someone, like I said before, someone's interested in giving us tires. Someone's interested in giving us a really good deal on wheels. Okay. I met with someone who I thought was going to be more interested in the project, but I don't want to name them. Okay. But they weren't as interested as I thought. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of a bummer. Um, but. So we're still hunting. We're kind of we're not back to square one because I have a guy I spoke with. I got to bring the car to him so we can see it, and I'm gonna do that probably either end of this week or end of next week. I got to give him a call, um, and then I have a couple other people who are interested that I have to follow up with and talk to about it. It's it's not gonna be hard to find the engine, transmission, and harness because there's tons of them on eBay right. pulled out with good mileage. Um, but then other things I'm starting to worry about are. Well, we're going to have to swap out the rear suspension for coils. Right. Um, and then we might Although have to swap out. you're going to have to change the axle too then, right? That's what I'm thinking. Right. Uh, we might have to put like a, a person I talked to had a good idea and swap in like a Data 44. Right. Um, that way it can off handle it uh, off a lot of things. Um, yeah, so so there's, there's That's gonna things be a lot we of need to talk about. That's going to be a lot of too. Hold on, let's pause for this motorcycle. I think that's a car. No, that's a Harley. And... Podcast Sounds like an old gas. Podcast listeners can't see this, but I'm rubbing Jeff's wiener right now. <laughs> I have two wieners. Yes. One small and white, one big and black. <laughs> um, that's true. Um, but you haven't seen the wagon yet, right? No. So I say we grab another beer, yes. and then we walk out and take a look. That sounds like a plan. So let's pause it, and then we'll go out there and take a look. So here we are, Blake. This is my garage. This is the wagon. First impressions. This is nice. This is um, definitely a battleship. Maybe the trip is or the Bismarck. <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn it on for you so you can hear it. Oh boy. Guys, this is a world exclusive right here. Starts on the first run. Nice. Uh, it always starts right up. Does the clock work? Uh, no. That's uh, why I just turned it right to noon. <laughs> um, you should do 10 and 10, you know? That's how watches are sold. 10 and 10? Yeah, arms are at 10 and 10, but let's not talk about watches. I like this thing. Yeah, it's pretty... I like the blue interior. I like the half-clock door panel. Yeah, Is that it's, fashion? it's a... Well, it's a gray market car, so it never came with MB Techs in Europe. Oh. Well, I mean, it could, but it was an option. 
Nice. Um, so, yeah, so it's got... Here we are, podcast listeners. We are speaking to you from inside Jeff's wagon. It's got cloth seats. It's got this manual sunroof. This, it smells fantastic. It's pretty awesome. It smells like a library basement. Like all this cheap wood. It smells like concrete, honestly. It's, Maybe this asbestos. It's pretty like awesome. That. I hope so. Yeah. A little bit of lung cancer. Um, and then I'm going to open the rear hatch for you so you can see that. The windows don't work, do they? They totally work. All power windows. Oh. The hatch, though, needs a, a new strut. Right. <laughs> as you it can have just a seat. Strut. Oh, let's sit in the back here. Yeah. Okay, this is cool. Can you even fit back here? Hold this for a second so I can grab my beer. Okay. That's that's Because we just filled up. We just filled up and we got the uh, pale right ale. Ladies and gentlemen, this wagon is actually horrible, and I know Jeff's not here. Oh, hello, Jeff. Hi. I'm just going to hold this I'm gonna, up. I'm going to kick this open with my foot. No, no, I got it. You sure? So, uh, how do you like the rear-facing seat? Oh, man. This makes me reminiscent of a childhood I never had. Look at this big, uh, look at this big, big spare tire cover right here. It yeah. looks like a toilet seat cover. And then that, that, the seat you're sitting on folds down, nice. and then the second row folds down. And then this is where the first aid kit is? I, I might need think so. Um, I want my beer and watch TV. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here yeah, it's go. got all the stuff, too. This, this it's got the jack. It's got the, yeah. It's got the uh, the emergency yep. sign cleaned in. Nice. See that Mercedes quality when you shut it? Yeah. Clicked right into place. That's but, uh, it's, it's Metal a, fittings. I mean, it's a pretty bitchin' car. Can you read this, Jeff? I really love this car. Oh, yeah. it says it in English. Okay. Oh, it does, huh? When lo- oh, it says it in three different languages. But this so. is a uh, gray market car. It's got Euro bumpers. It's got Which a is awesome. lower fog and reverse lights in your bumpers. Nice, um, I didn't even notice that. Again, the cloth is... How do you fold uh, the seat down? It's, uh, nice. you have to get out of the way to do it. Okay. Um, ah. Yeah. Up there. Yeah, those click in, in like that. It's, right. It's, uh, there's just a lot of cool shit in this car. I'm not going to bother. Yeah, it's really? a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, this is great. It's, uh, but it's a sweet, it's a comfy ride, and then, could you imagine, once we get this thing prepped, right. I'll go drifting. Mm-hmm. Or I'll try, mm-hmm. and you can sit back here and wave at people. I can do. I'm practicing my Queen Elizabeth wave right now. Is this how it works? Like with a helmet on. Right. Like the royal baby. The <laughs> royal baby could sit back here. That'd be great. That's what we could name this car. The yes, royal the baby. royal baby. That's what we can name everything, I guess. Now, just for <laughs> this beer purposes. is called the royal baby. That was the other one. This is the royal, the royal baby too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, the Queen Elizabeth's like when baby you buy too. the same boat. The Rosemary's baby. But yeah, apparently I gotta fix this tailgate because... Because if you let go, it's gonna rip my toe off. Yeah, it might. Actually, it's staying still right now. Yeah, Look but now it's starting to fall. I can see it. It's dripping. Um, so, so, your project car's going in for... I mean, your car... It's not really a project it's car. It's not a project car. Your car's not a project car. My, I have a project bike I'm trying to get rid of. Right. Attention, Universe Podcast listeners. And um, your uh, project car, it looks like it's got a slight hiccup in it, but it's in great shape otherwise. Your headliner's not sagging either, which is nice. No, the headliner was redone... Not too long ago. I mean, it has some issues. You can see the up the passenger, the front uh, grab handle needs to be like screwed in. The wood is is Stain okay. Up there looks it's suspicious. Uh, <laughs> nice. um, <laughs> but it's 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 for twenty five hundred dollars. This car is a steal. Yeah. No, for twenty five hundred bucks, this car is awesome. If, say okay, so say we say for that transmission thing. So, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Say we weren't gonna do like an engine swap and a crazy project thing. I would just drive this as this. Are you well, kidding? Because the engine's pretty much bulletproof. Right. It's it'll be slow, but you swap in a repair transmission, right. and uh, then this car, say say that costs two thousand dollars. Right. I could probably turn around and sell this car for closer to ten. 
Yeah. The peop- the demand for these things is insanely high. Even in SoCal, where these things are a dime a dozen, they're yeah. cockroaches. Well, these I can take it to cool. NorCal, and somebody wanted to do a veggie conversion would... Oh, yeah, drive around Berkeley, yeah. yeah. No, this thing's, this thing's bitchin'. I love blue interior. That needs to make a comeback, by I'm, the way. I'm, uh, the Bentley I had had a red interior. <laughs> yeah. And the consensus was that it was pretty sweet. No, that interior, that's a great color combination. The dark called, gray and the red, it's you know awesome. What the, you know what? what the interior is called? Lucifer's Bentley? blood. <laughs> it should be. What? It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Peasant, Kate peasant Middleton's blood. placenta. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's called, uh, wow. I don't know, it's called Hotspur. <laughs> Hotspur. Yeah, it's not called. What? It's not called Kate Middleton's placenta. That, no, both that would be like brownish anyway. And the show has anyway. reached a new low. <laughs> what are we, the smoking tire over here? Come on. <laughs> that uh, was that was fantastic. Um, yes, thank you. So speaking of diesel, since we're sitting in a diesel car, we got a pretty cool guest coming up on the next podcast, thanks to you and Chris. Yes. Maybe you've heard of a guy named Gail Banks, who has done a lot, a lot for the diesel world. He has done a lot for cars. Period. And I, I, also boats. A ton for boats, but I was talking to him the other day. It just we were getting to know each other before he's coming on. I didn't, you know, all I really knew about him was the uh, people with like F two fifties, like yeah, his the bank six gun intakes, yeah. His, yeah, his six gun and his management systems. Um, so he does went, stuff for Jetta wagons, which is great. He does stuff and for Jetta's Volkswagen. He's a tier one supplier for uh, the new Chrysler three liter. He's doing some military stuff uh, too. He does tons of military stuff. He's still a big name in boating. All right, let's talk about this when he's on the podcast. No, we will, but I'm teasing what's <laughs> going to come up on the next podcast. I have tons of questions for him. The dude's done some crazy stuff. Uh, so that'll be really sweet. Um, but it reminded me of it because we're sitting, you're sitting in a diesel wagon. I'm standing outside of it keeping the hatch open. You know, if all that falls through, you could also just talk to him about seeing if you could do super turbocharge this engine. Diesel style. Yeah, um, I didn't want to say who wasn't that interested in the project car before, oh. but it, it's him. <laughs> Though he did say that if I was able to finagle somehow the new diesel motor away from Chrysler, okay. he would give me a harness and make it work. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. Because those harnesses that. are at least five thousand. Oh, you mean the CRD engine from the yeah, Grand Cherokee? Yeah, the Cherokee? new one. How perfect would that I be? I think in this that car? would. I think that would be a better route than a Hemi, honestly, because it's still Chrysler. I know. But it's diesel. Yeah. Well, the fun thing about <coughs> making this not diesel would be to surprise people. But that when I when I started thinking about that engine, that engine would make perfect sense for this car. And right. I might try to talk to Ralph Gio on Friday, Friday at, that we're both at going Auto Man's event. That'd be great. Um, though, you know, who knows? I, I'm Our not expecting anything there. I'm still, I'm still maintaining that this isn't going to wind up being a 5.7 liter Hemi, which is still fun. What if you just bought? What if you just we ask our friend Auntie to buy a uh, uh, some Chrysler slash Fiat comp uh, diesel from Europe, ship it over here. Shipping An extravagant it from, cost. Shipping it from Finland doesn't sound cheap. <laughs> it probably costs more than this car and the engine. Yes. It's going to be cool, though. So, so let's see. I want to recap what's going on coming up. Uh, what do you have trip-wise? Anything exciting? Um, I'm going to... I'm currently working on a story about going to the Bob Bondurant School for executive protection. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of awesome. That's pit maneuvers J-turns. and crashing through cars all day. Oh. And so I've got that. Uh, I've done the Ducati thing. I've done the Cadillac CTSV thing. I think honestly, everyone's just about out. Wait, you drove point. you drove CTSVs? Yes. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I on Monday leave to drive the F-Type. Nice. The that Jaguar sounds F-type. awful. So that will be awesome. Um, and then I've got uh, we're coming back with season two of American Detours, which I've already mentioned. Nice. We're starting to shoot that this fall, um, and then that'll air in the spring. Um, 
I had to decline two press trips, which right. shows that I'm way too busy because I usually never say no to press trips. Um, so there's that too, um, which is good and bad. Uh, and I'm trying to think if I have any more cool cars coming up, and I don't think I do, though I am working to finagle uh, an Aventador Roadster. Nice. And an M uh, 12C Spider. So stay tuned for each one. That'd be awesome. Who knows what will happen. Um, also, I'm going to Germany to the Nurburgring for a weekend. Oh, well, did you just, just think of that? Yeah. What are you going there for? Um, just, just for fun, just to go meet some friends there, nice. European friends, you and are uh, a jet setter. Yeah, and also I might do a story on that, but you know, stay tuned on that for auto week. Yeah, might as well get paid for the trip, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so there you have it. Uh, Blake is a jet setting CTSV champion, and who, I who likes to crash cars, right? And I am scrounging and clawing my way into supercars for. He's, rock, he's rocking a sweet diesel wagon. So yeah, right. speaking of the diesel wagon, again, I'll repeat, if you are a fab builder in the Southern California area, please get in touch with me at jeffuniverse.com. We'd love to hear from you, work with you, and see what we can do. Um, and then in the meantime, stay tuned. We'll be recording with Gail Banks later this week. And, and if anybody wants a shitty Honda CB550F... You could say Civic. <laughs> no, that too. If anyone wants a CB550F or a Honda Civic... Email us as well. Email Jeff and then email me at drong at autoweek.com because I'm serious. I need seriously need to get rid of this fucking thing. <laughs> there you have it. That's folks. a vote of confidence from the seller. There you have it, folks. There you go. Episode 20. It's kind of a low key episode, but we're uh, planning some big stuff coming up, so stay tuned. Hell yeah. Talk to you later.